Today on The Travel Guys. In the travel news, Canada says vaccinated Canadians can travel inside Canada, but vaccinated Americans, not so much. We have an update from north of the border, and Hilton Hotels makes a change in housekeeping policies. I won't say I told you so. Details are next. With airlines short-staffed in the summer weather more unpredictable than ever, you could get delayed or even miss a connection and be stuck overnight. At 320, we make you a smarter traveler by telling you the things you can do ahead of time to prepare and help avoid getting stranded. And if you are stuck, our tips will make it less painful. At 335, we want to hear your travel tips. What is your number one share when it comes to being a smarter traveler? Call us and we'll award you a $25 C's Candy gift card and let you share on the air. Uh, share on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just share on the air. Feel free to use it anytime you like. Okay, so they're going to share their free C's Candy with us on the air? Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Give us a call and tell us your favorite personal travel tip to share on the air starting in 335. Before we leave you today, we say goodbye to legendary John Esquaga, the man who owned and ran the Nugget in Sparks for over 50 years. I'll share a personal story about John that might help you understand why he was liked by so many. All over America, people are traveling, making up for the lost summer of 2020. We're here to keep you up to date. Welcome to the latest edition of The Travel Guys. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. People said it wouldn't last, but boy, did we fool them. <laughs> Travel guys still on the radio after all this time. Mark Hoffman, Tom Romano uh, here brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Thanks for joining us on a, another really hot California, Sacramento yeah. uh, weekend. Huh? It's only only in Sacramento could the temperature drop 10 degrees and still be 103 outside. <laughs> Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I mean, well, you know, good thing we don't have that global warming thing that that, that guy. Yeah, that, that yeah. well, we can eliminate that right away because that obviously is a hoax and nothing <laughs> going on there. Anyway, what's new with you, Mr. Mark? Well, uh, not a whole lot. Made a short trip up to uh, Seattle this week in preparation for taking some folks up to that area next week. Um, but I'll tell you what, there is, Tom, and in all the, uh, domestically at least here in the United States, um, a nice day on Puget Sound, riding a ferry boat across Puget Sound on a nice day mm-hmm. is about mm-hmm. as good of an of a experience as you can have. I mean, it's not, you know, the circus or it's not something grand. It's just incredible scenery. I tend to like the people in the Seattle area. I get along okay with them. And just riding one of those old ferry boats across Puget Sound is, I mean, it doesn't cost a lot of money, and but it just seems to be, I'm, I'm getting on a, guessing on a day when the weather sucks and it's pouring rain and stuff, that's probably not quite the same experience. But uh, right, I don't go right. in February, so. 
<laughs> well, you have a, a kinship to the uh, to the Northwest. There's no doubt about it. I, I I don't know where that really came from, other than the fact that you've been there a lot, and it really just seems to suit you in regards to the weather and the people and uh, and and all of that. I. I'm just concerned that one of these days uh, you won't be a Sacramentan any longer. You'll be a Pacific Northwesterner of some sort, either Seattle or Portland or, you know. I think the uh, attraction of the Pacific Northwest to me is that I, I love Cape Cod. So they're they're very similar types of places if you look on the map. Okay. But, but Cape Cod is older, um, way more expensive. When I first started yeah. going to the Pacific Northwest 40 years ago, it was it was sort of kind of partially undiscovered. I mean, people knew it was there, but because it was undiscovered, the pricing was a lot lower. Now it's still a little bit lower, but uh, I wouldn't de- necessarily call it undiscovered now. But it is wonderful to have all of those great destinations so close to uh, so close to home. And I'm going to have the opportunity to take uh, thirty plus people up there and spend five days on Puget Sound starting next Sunday. So that will be a treat. One of my favorite trips of the whole year. Outstanding. Well, a look at the top of every Travel Guys radio program. We do our best to bring you up to date on the travel news. Let's get to it. Mark has it. What you got, my friend? Well, let's see. Uh, we got a couple of Canadian items today. Let's start with this one. The trans- U.S. Transportation Department wants to fine Air Canada more than $25 million for canceling flights in the early days of the pandemic and refusing to refund tickets. Canada's response was just kind of interesting is a bit startling. It claims the DOT has no authority on a Canadian carrier, even when it flies in the United States, and also claims the DOT doesn't actually require refunds. So we'll see what happens there. Um, remember a thing called Bolt Bus? Uh, Bolt? Bolt B-O-L-T Bus. B-O-L-T Bus. B-O-L-T, yeah. You, it was a, you went out and stood on the corner, and they picked you up and took you to San Francisco. <laughs> no, no, bring me up to date. It was kind of Greyhound on a street corner. Well, okay, no, uh, I don't. Yeah, their ridership fell off quite a bit. We had it here in Sacramento, and it fell off quite a bit, and it is gone, and it won't be back. So if you were a fan of they, – they sold one ticket on every bus for a dollar. Had a lottery. Okay. I'm not sure how they did it, but but one person on every bus got to ride for a dollar. So no more. Gone. Hilton, right. Yeah, Hilton Hotels. Remember how we've been talking here the last few weeks about how changes might be and how you know one of the, one of the big changes might be – Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talked about that. We, we were trying to, you know, we had started to get used to having all of those amenities. And as the, they took them away during the pandemic, uh-huh. we we were, you know, wondering Hilton. whether what was coming back and what wasn't. What's Hilton going to do? Hilton released, sent out a press release last week and said, in response to our customers, our guests' requests, we yeah. have eliminated daily housekeeping. Of course. Um, and, of course, our, 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 friend, our friend Mr. Elliott told us this was exactly the way this was going to happen. They would come out and say, well, due to the demand of people, well, of course, there was a, a pandemic going on, and so we weren't crazy about having people in our rooms Right. We didn't want anybody strangers in our but room. But that didn't mean that Please. six months from now we didn't want our bed made and the towels picked up. But uh, that is over with Hilton for everything except their top-of-the-line brands, Waldorf Astoria, Conrad Hilton and and something called XL LXR, uh, three brands. Otherwise, all other Hilton brands housekeeping will be on request. Daily housekeeping. Hilton says it's no problem getting it. You can have it anytime you like it. Just request it. Now, this the next step will be when you request yeah. housekeeping. 
it's going to cost you a little extra. It, okay, I was waiting for that. So yeah. requested, uh, you'll have to pay extra. This is going to be a it's going to be a slow drain of your wallet. So first you request it, and we provide it at no charge. And then, well, you know, not that many people are requesting it, so we're going to have to charge for this because having to have staff on hand just to take care of not knowing how many people will want housekeeping every day, they'll put it back on us. You you, you, you watch this all develop over the next six months or a year. But anyway, Hilton, at least for now. Now the other thing to watch is watch Hilton's major competitors, Marriott uh, Intercontinental, which is Holiday Inn, uh, Wyndham, uh, to a lesser degree, Hyatt. Let's see how they react. Because if they follow in, fall in line, then housekeeping is history. If they don't, then there may still be a, a conversation to have here. Uh, let's see here. What else have we got? Uh, international flights. This is just, uh, there are some real horror stories. If you decide to fly internationally, remember something. The COVID rules are not the rules from the United States or this country you're going to, but the country you came from in many cases. So if you're connecting somewhere... The rules from where you actually came from or where you're going to may not come into play. There aren't very many people traveling internationally right now. But if you do, please be careful because there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of little catch-22 things that you can get caught, of, uh, caught in. Uh, demand is growing. The airlines are a little short on staff. They're starting to cut service around the edges. Um, American Airlines this last week said they decided to, quote, Build in additional resi- resilience and certainty to our operation by adjusting a fraction of our scheduled flying through mid-July. That means we cut about three percent of our flights. <laughs> but you'd have to be oh. paying really good attention to figure that out. The mayor of Maui, Tom, we were talking about this beforehand. You said yes. your, your your wife had seen this. The mayor seen of Maui has asked mm-hmm. airlines for fewer tourists. He literally is asking the airlines to cut back on the number of seats. In May, he had about 85% as many people as he had visiting the island in 2019. And apparently some Hawaiians, local people, are not responding very well at this point to the return of this. They were really, I, they were really liking uh, at least the locals whose jobs were not associated with travel, which I'm sure there are quite a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, and I think even some that that are associated with travel, it's it's not. I don't know if it's because the there's a lot more people all of a sudden. Uh, maybe people are expecting more. Maybe they're not being as nice. You know, my recommendation is if you are traveling to the islands, be extra kind to the locals because it's going to take a while for them to to get used to all of these these tourists and all of their demands. Mm-hmm. One of the other challenges they have there right now is that the restaurants in Hawaii are operating at 50% capacity. So you've got 90 to 100%, 85% of the guests you had before, and only 50% of the restaurant capacity. So you can, you can do the math there and see that that's going to cause a lot of waiting and a lot of people who are going to be unhappy that they're waiting. And when they get into the restaurant, they're not going to be happy. So it's, yeah, your, your wisdom there is, is, is well-spoken, my friend. Um, take a deep breath if you're traveling right now. Count to five before you start out each day because it, it, it's it's probably not going to be perfect. Probably not. You're going to have to really settle into that Hawaii mode where things move slower, and yeah. you need to you need to be moving slower with it. You know, we talked a lot about how that you know your time is money, and when yes. you go on vacation. 
uh, it's even more critical because you're making large investments to be someplace and to be entertained and so forth. And, you know, you're there and uh, your your dining experience takes you twice as long as it used to. Well, that's eating into your fun time on the side. So be ready for it and, and appreciate the laid-back feel of taking two and a half hours to have yourself a little lunch. Yeah, just hang loose. If you can't do yes, that baby, right just now, hang loose. if you can't do that right now, stay home and wait three or four months until all of these, I have to go right now, I have to go, I have to go, people are done. <laughs> and that will yeah. take the edge off of the situation. I really, I really believe that, that in a couple of months here, we get towards the end of the summer that this is, the edge is going to go away here. All right, um, our other big story from the headlines, uh, Canada has changed their rules. It does not impact U.S. travelers yet. Uh, starting with uh, last Monday, Canadian Canadians and permanent Canadian residents who are fully vaccinated can now enter their own country without having to quarantine, and they can travel province to province. However, uh, U.S. Travelers don't quite have mm-hmm. that privilege yet. Fully vaccinated U.S. travelers still can't go over the border for non-essential travel. In fact, in Canada, they're still telling people non-essential travel, not so much. However, however, there's a glimmer of hope in here. Porter Airlines, which is an airline that operates in Canada, uh, mostly all in Canada, a few flights across the border to the U.S., Small airline headquartered in the city airport in downtown Toronto has announced that on September the 17th, they are going to start flying cross-border. So they didn't just make that date up. Somebody, the 17th is a key date because that's the time, the date of the month they've been rolling over the extensions every month. So right now we're to July 17th. If we go to August 17th, they're betting that on September 17th, that the border is going to open to non-essential travel. That's what they're betting. So if you're somebody who is hoping to go to Canada, there is at least one sign that perhaps by September the 17th, who knows, maybe sooner, um, this will all get a little bit better. Our friend Joe Brancatelli uh, wrote a great column this week, and I would have shared it with you at TravelGuysRadio.com, but uh, Joe's stuff is password protected. Um, he He says, before we get too crazy about this, let's remember that um, people are still dying of this disease. 99% of them are people who were not vaccinated. That's over the last six weeks. Um, Dozens of states, at this point, all red states, are digging in, and most citizens there, many of them refuse to get vaccinated. So those are going to be, do you travel to those places? Do you take a chance and go there? Um, So I don't don't know. Joe is saying, look, uh, yeah, this is all better, but this is not over yet. And I maybe tend to agree with him that perhaps this is yeah. not over yet, at least in certain parts of the country. So I, I think when you see cases spiking someplace, particularly if you are someplace that is someone who is not vaccinated, then you don't want to go there. If you're someone who is vaccinated and you're careful, then you're, you're probably in much better shape to travel. And that, sir, is the travel news for today. And we are the Travel Guys. Follow along at TravelGuysRadio.com. A quick reminder, coming up after the bottom of the hour, after the news at 3.35, we're inviting you to bring on your travel tips. I'm sure you have some. You've listened to this show. You've probably been in conversation with family and friends and said, you know, when you travel, 
and then you share a travel tip. Well, we've got uh, some $25 C's Candy gift cards to give away simply for you sharing on the air your travel tips. We'll give you the phone numbers and all of that a little bit later on in the program, but that's coming up after uh, 3.35, so be thinking about your travel tip. Coming up in about three minutes, though, we're going to talk about, uh, you, know, you know that time you got stuck in, uh, in, in, in Phoenix and your flight didn't get out and then you had to find a room and you had to look for a place to stay and all that crazy stuff that goes on when stuck overnight. Well, Mark's got some uh, some tips and some things that he can help you with ahead of time to prepare and help avoid getting stranded. That's coming up next here on The Travel Guys. When you need to know before you go, check out TravelGuysRadio.com. Tom and Mark here. We are The Travel and Entertainment Guys. Back to business. Mark, uh, some tips. Regards to planning a plan ahead to be stranded. What, what's that about? Well, <laughs> uh, here's what's happened: the summer weather, which is always kind of iffy in the mid in Midwest and the East, has gotten more cranky. So the chances of you getting into a hub airport, which is what most service from Sacramento, if you're not on Southwest Airlines, is, uh, is to the major hubs. Your chances of getting, like in Denver, they're famous for their thunderstorms. In the early summer. So your chances of getting hung up there in the thunderstorms usually arrive in the late afternoon. So there are ways to get around that. But if you didn't know about it, why that's one of the things we get you up. Chicago is another place that is well known for those kinds of things. So what we are talking about here is uh, <clears throat> just some a few little, you call them hacks if you want to, a few little things that you can kind of do to prepare to protect yourself. And so that if you do get stuck, um, you know, you're a little... A little more comfortable. I never go anywhere without an extra pair of underwear in my carry-on. I, I think my... most of all of our travel guys, listeners, the regulars, are fully aware. <laughs> and the other thing is a portable toothbrush, a throwaway toothbrush. I've got yep. one. It probably doesn't work now. It's been in there for half a dozen years. I should probably open it and see if it's if it's still working. <laughs> um, but that way, if you can brush your teeth and put on clean undies, no matter where you are or what you're doing, I say... Life is not completely shot. Uh, All right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but you might consider in your carry-on some some of the critical clothing articles that are important to you. To me, it's underwear and a toothbrush. What's important to you? Um, I hope it's at least those two things, but you may have other things that are really important for you. If you're going on a cruise or you're joining a tour or you're going to somebody's wedding or there's something, you've got tickets to a Broadway show that you paid a lot of money for because you bought them on the secondary market or something, and you fly in the day of those events, then I'm sorry, I, I can't help you. I just can't help you. The best piece of wisdom I can give you as a traveler is if you're going someplace that's really important to you or that it's, it's a cruise that's leaving or a tour or whatever, somebody's grad, the, the grandkid's graduation, leave a day early. Leave a day early. Best piece of travel wisdom a travel guy could ever give anybody. Leave a day early. That will cover about 85, 90% of your problems. And guess what? If you leave a day early and your baggage doesn't show up, there's a chance that that special outfit you got for the wedding will actually show Mm -hmm. up on your porch before the wedding the next afternoon. So there's another good reason to get there early. Yeah. Something to consider. Um, If some things that you can can do fly early in the day. 
Um, the first flight is often a little more expensive because the airlines know this too. They know there are a lot of people who look for the first flight. Um, if you're flying from Sacramento, you take an early flight, a 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning flight. You're going to get to your connecting point reasonably early in the day. Even if it's Chicago, you'll be there by noon. So problems that tend to happen, especially when I was talking about Denver a minute ago, problems that tend to happen tend to pile up later in the day. So if you fly earlier in the day, your chances of running into problems are less. And if you get hung up, there might be more solutions to what can happen. Also, if you get hung up early in the day and the whole airport goes the rest of the day, guess what? You'll get rebooked for the next morning on the seats that won't be there when those evening people get there. So traveling early in the day is really another one of the best pieces of wisdom that I can that I can give you. Also, families with children tend to not get up and take that very first flight of the day, so you'll be leaving some of the extra things in the airport that might tend to make life a little more difficult behind if you travel early in the day. Uh, remember, we were talking about getting out of bed early when you're on vacation and trying to get someplace mm-hmm. before the rest of the crowd. Well, the airport and the flying thing is the same. And then here, a couple of things that I'll mention that you should be carrying um, in your kit, uh, on, on your person, a phone number. If you're going to like a cruise or something like that, then you certainly want uh, the the Twitter website, something that will help you be able to communicate with those people if you have to on short notice. And then also you want to bring along extra medications, important travel documents. We talked about the change of clothing, you know, the snacks that you like in your carry-on bag. And so that if you, something happens and you get stuck, you've got a few little conveniences. And that, my friends, is a few of the things that you can do to help keep from, keep from getting stuck. Or if you do get stuck, life might be just a little easier. And if you have some travel tips, which I'm sure you do, bring them right after the news. Uh, Let's see, what's our phone numbers, Mark? Uh, What do we have? We have uh, 916-921-1530 and 800-834-1530. That's 916-921-1530 and 800-834-1530. Share your tips after the news. Get a $25 Seas Candy gift card for doing, for, for sharing on the air right here on the Travel Guys. That's coming up. Hey, hey, my friends. It's Mark and Tom, the Travel and Entertainment Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Once again, uh, TravelGuysRadio.com. Links to all of our good stuff can be found there. And we're all about travel tips. Mark, you got one for me? I I do. In fact, I thought before I see you have people on the phone there who are eager to share with us, and we'll get to them in we just do. a second. I thought I would just share the very first, when we went on the air 11 years ago, we were giving a travel tip in each show. And the very first travel tip that I gave was one I will share again today. It's summertime, so this is very apropos uh, to share. It, you know those old, when you go to the laundry and they give you, they put the bag, the plastic bags over the top of your clothing and stuff like that, and Lord knows what we don't need is more plastic on the planet. But there's a good second use for those bags. Use them to line the insides of your suitcases because in the summertime, especially, you get these thunderstorms and baggage gets caught out on the tarmac and stuff like that. You get to your destination and you open your suitcase and your clothing is soaking wet. And suddenly, you know, your, your whole trip has changed, especially if you needed some of that clothing to wear that evening or the next day. So anyway, use those old laundry 
plastic bags to line the inside of your suitcases to keep from the occasional rain shower from getting all of your clothes damp. That is my travel tip. <laughs> there you go. Boy, that's a travel tip that's good all the time. All right. Well, let's go to the phones. We've got several already lined up, and we thank you so much for calling in. Let's go ahead and start with Bill in Sacramento. Uh, Bill, welcome to the Travel Guys. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks right for <laughs> thank, thanks for calling. Uh, you got a travel tip for us. Yeah, First of all, is, 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 is this one that is this one that uh, that you thought of on your own, or, or you picked up somewhere? Uh, well, I was reading some magazines. <laughs> All right. Well, share with us what your travel tip might be. Well, I got two, but uh, the, the COVID shots, you know, when you get the test and also when you're shot, make sure you take a picture of it so you put it on your phone so, you know, you have it just in case you misplace the other one. Absolutely. Don't laminate it, which is what some people have tried to do and found that uh, the laminating process with some of the cards has changed the the ink color and the background and stuff like that. So your your point about putting it on your phone is an excellent one. Quickly, what was your second one, Bill? Put your food in a plastic baggie so you put it in a separate bag. So when you get on the, you know, when they go through the check-in, they see it and they won't have to touch it, so to speak. Uh. Great. Yeah, there you go. Put Going that peanut security. butter and jelly sandwich in a plastic bag. <laughs> Otherwise, those TSA guys, they've been, Dale and, 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 and Sid, we've talked to them. They've been, they've been known to eat those. I went through with some, I brought some, some berries back from and... some black raspberries back from mm-hmm. Seattle the other day from Pike Place Market. And darned Ooh. if the TSA guy didn't say, you know, hey, um, you didn't bring any of these for us. So, <laughs> Bill, thank you for the thank you for the call and the tips, buddy. Um, I, I'm guessing Luis already has some information from these folks. If he didn't get your your contact information, why stay on the line? And Tom, let's go on to the next one. All right, Kim and Lincoln, thanks for joining us here on the Travel Guys. Hi, hello. Hi, hey, Kim. Got, um, two real two real quick ones. First one is be nice to the TSA agents. They are doing their job. Um, I had an experience years ago flying back um, out of Florida from a cruise, and I had bought some uh, pack of hot sauce for my dad for Father's Day, and it was over the um, the required limit, and I totally forgot to pack it in my um, suitcase. And so the nice guy at TSA said, you know, I'm sorry, ma'am, but you can't take this, you know, you can't take this through. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I, I can't believe I did that. I said, I travel for a living, and I, I know better. And I said, you know what? I said, thank you so much for doing your job and keeping us safe. I really appreciate it. And what did he do? He had thrown it on a, a pack of, you know, items that had been confiscated. He took it, and he put it back in my bag, and he said, have a great day. <laughs> and my other, my other tip, and I... I didn't expect that to happen, and I doubt that would ever happen again, but just being nice went a long ways that day. And the other tip I have is to always cross-pack with your travel partner. Uh, make sure that you put some of your clothes in your, your partner's bag and put some of theirs in your bag. So if one of the bags get lost, you have some, you have some extra clothes. Ah, that's, that's when, a good one. That's a good winning one. Winning idea. Winning it, idea. Yeah. yeah. Except, except Tom, when the TSA guy opens your bag and finds your wife's underwear, I mean, that's going to be a little hard to explain. But 
Eh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably going to find it there anyway, so yeah. what the heck. <laughs> well, at least, at least if it's on the outbound things, there will be more clean things than if it's, if it's on the return. Kim, that's a, that, that, is a, that is a great idea. Thank you very much for the, for the call. Um, so those are, see, the, the last time we did this, Tom, um, we got a lot of great tips, a lot of really good tips. I, there you go. Well, let's see if we got another one here. Let's, let's go to uh, back to Sacramento. David, welcome to the Travel Guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we've made three trips to national parks this year with a lot of success. I'm a national park pin and traveler visitor. And one tip mm-hmm. I'd like to give the people that are on a bit of a budget or trying to watch their money concerning lunches, even though a few hotels still you know, won't give you much of a breakfast, most of them are full breakfasts now. And so what we would do, we carry some uh, Ziploc bags and we make sandwiches from our breakfast from, you know, scrambled eggs or omelets and bacon. And mm-hmm. they don't always have different uh, uh, jams and jellies and peanut butter and usually fresh fruit, apples and, and bananas. And we'd, you know, make our sandwiches and put them in the Ziploc bags and put them on a little, uh, our uh, esky, our little ice chest. And yeah, it'd be a great way to have a lunch because there are plenty of restaurants around the world, around the United States that are open, have nice, clean restrooms, and we stop and have a beautiful lunch and sometimes have a great conversation with some of the locals and learn quite a bit about some of the places that we had visited from the locals that we, you know, shared lunch with. So that's my tip. I, I that and, and, and Tom, I think we have to categorize this as um, this is kind of a hack tip. Because I don't think the hotels are actually planning on you taking lunch from the from the breakfast counter um, when you're when you're there. It's well, a heck of a good. Them. No, no, no. I it's it's a good idea. Yeah, you already. Yeah, I mean, we all have a lot of us have not all, but a lot of us have leftovers. And and when you're traveling, particularly, you know, it's not like you can you know take it home and have it two days later, put it in your fridge. So you can you know, and if you put it in your ice chest and 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 snack on it later on. Thanks for the call, David. Uh, all right, let's go to oh, let's go to uh, Edwin and Davis. Welcome to the Travel Guys, my friend. What's your travel tip? My, my tip is whenever you're tr- calling to make a reservation and, and they, they give you an answer you don't like, um, try asking for a supervisor or just hang up, call back uh, a couple hours later, maybe the next day. You may get a different person who has a completely different attitude. And I've, I've, I've had uh, instances where I call and I ask a question. They, they tell me this is what it's going to be. And... I call back a couple of hours later. Yep. I get a totally different person, totally different answer. So yep. if you don't like the first answer, just try again. Different person, you're oftentimes likely to get a different answer. Maybe, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Great tip, Edwin. You know, I, I carry some travel tips in my pocket at all times. And when I'm in one of those conversations, that's one that that I'll bring up. I'm I'm a real big fan and have had great success with the with instead of getting angry and complaining about not getting what you want, you know, call back, hang up, call back, get it, get somebody else that that that's going to be either more capable or more sympathetic and and help you help you get it done. Or, 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 or maybe just better informed about the the rules of the airline. Yeah, it's 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 really frustrating, Edwin, when you when you call a call center, and you're, you're calling to confirm something or you know you're right about something, and the person on the other end of the line is saying, oh, no, that's not the way that we do it. 
and yep. and and you can get more frustrated, get into an argument. The other thing is that that person on the other end has the ability to put notes into your record without you being able to know what they're doing. So it really is better to avoid the confrontation. Right. And, and right. you make an excellent point. Um, the bigger the company, the better that tip is. Just hang up the phone. And you don't even have to, if it's United Airlines, you don't even have to wait till the next day. Just hang up the phone and call back. The chances of you getting a different person are 99%. Exactly, yeah. All right. Hey, Edwin, thanks so much for uh, for calling. Mark, how many of those Seize Candy certificates do you have? Uh, I are got we, are we... four more, so if we have got, if we have get that many, why well, we can we can keep going. Well, okay. Well, all right. Well, we got another one, and then I see somebody else is calling in, so uh, let's just keep it going. We probably um, should give the phone numbers here once more, uh, 928, at 916-921-1530 or 800-834-1530. We're asking you for your travel tip. And so far, we've gotten some great ones. We're bribing all the folks that get on the air with a $25 Seas <laughs> Candy gift card. But uh, nonetheless, we're, we're, we're doing pretty well here so far. Tom, who's next? Robert from Lincoln. Come on, buddy. Share on air a travel tip with us, would you? Hello. Good. Uh, well, one of the things, if you're a senior, uh, think about getting one of those uh, passes to the uh, National Parks and Monuments. It's a one-time yes. cost of $60, and it non-expiring great tip you know i i picked one of those up a few years ago i think they were having some sort of a a sale or whatever and we started my wife and i were talking about national parks and i go wait a minute and i reached in the cupboard where i keep that kind of stuff and drug those babies out and i'm ready to put together a national park tour have you had a chance to use yours no i haven't yet well, we both need to get it going. But well, great tip. There are some. There are a lot of choices around Northern California, Yosemite. Um, you know what is a, a a park that is very often overlooked, Lassen National Park, and it's interesting because the volcano is still active there. The the the, the pots are still bubbling and stuff like that. The volcano is still just under the surface, and it's a place that is not often visited by uh, folks. Tend to overlook it. Another favorite of mine that's really hard to get. A motor coach into anymore is uh, to go to Kings Canyon because Sequoia and Kings Canyon are right next to each other, and basically it's a drive day's drive down a day's drive back. But you can you can hit both parks uh, within a, a matter of a couple of days, and particularly Kings Canyon. Um, oftentimes there are only a few hundred people down in the canyon on any given day. Excellent, uh, another excellent tip from our audience. I do have another right. tip if you're interested. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, if you're going. Uh, uh, traveling, uh, TSA won't let you bring any liquids through their inspection line, but bring an empty refillable water bottle. Once you're past TSA, you can fill it from the drinking fountains uh, past the check-in, and you've got your um, uh, drinking water. And and without having to spend $5 to buy a bottle. At $3.29 exactly. plus tax is what I spent at the Sacramento airport last week. So thank <laughs> that his his point is well taken. All righty, let's uh, let's do one more before we take a short time out. Let's go to, uh, uh, let's see, who is this? Uh, Carol, Carolyn in Folsom. Carol, Carl, Carl, Carly. Uh, no, this is Carly. There you go, Carly. Thank you. I knew there was something with a car in it, Carly. <laughs> okay. All right, Carly. Thanks Hi, for guys. calling. Uh, Hi there. What? Hey, what's up? What you got for us on a travel tip? Hey, 
this well, year. Uh, number one, uh, just to update on the Giants game, uh, Giants are ahead 3-1. to one. It's uh, ninth inning, so uh, hopefully we'll uh, go into the All-Star break with a uh, uh, best record in uh, in, the, in baseball. Uh, uh, at- uh, so. And, and that it's worthy of taking just a moment here to acknowledge that. Plus, the Dodgers are losing right now. If they lose, they will be the Arizona Diamondbacks have not won a series from a team on the road in over two months. So, if the Dodgers lose that game, they'd be three games behind the Giants. Looking up, yes, best record in baseball, first place. I'm with you, Carly. It's a travel show, okay. but thank thank you. That was the best travel tip of the day so far. <laughs> All right. So, what have you got for us? Uh, number Oops, one I, I is they never yeah. hotels never give you enough hangers, so I save those really thin plastic uh, uh, thin metal hangers uh, from the dry cleaning, uh, and uh, put those in the uh, uh, in the bottom of the suitcase. And you always have extra enough hangers to hang your stuff up. Excellent, excellent. Well, Carly obviously <laughs> Carly obviously stays more than one night in places because where I yeah. you know. And now I yeah, have a question they, for they you. They never give you enough hangers. So, and well, then the I'm other a... one is this. I used to save uh, the, the bags from the newspaper, but nobody gets newspapers anymore. So the other use for those uh, plastic bags uh, is for your sho- shoes. And, uh, you know, great uh, things for shoe covers is to, to reuse those plastic bags uh, for, you know, for your shoes so you don't get, get the other stuff in there dirty. Now, Carly, those hangers that you uh, that you brought, uh, do you do you leave them behind or do you bring them home and do them again? Oh no, I bring them home. I bring them home, um, uh, but they don't weigh anything, okay. so they don't add any 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 weight to your luggage, and they're thin Not and much. you know metal, and so yep. they fit right in there. And excellent, two two excellent tips, Tom. You know what? When I'm on the road and I get a plastic bag, I have a, a personal rule now that I try to reuse that bag at least twice more before it gets discarded. So that at least, uh, it's a small thing, but if we all used every plastic bag twice instead of once, anyway, thank you for the for the tip there, Thomas. We need to take a break, and then maybe we can come back and get one more? You got it. That's what we'll do. We are uh, taking travel tips from you. The lines are pretty full up, so I don't think I would bother to call in. We've got four on the hold. So stand by. We'll be back in a minute here on The Travel Guys. There we go. (laughs) I used to have Elvis Presley postcards. You did. Uh, Mark Mark and Tom with you, the travel and entertainment guys. We're going to get back to the phones with a couple of more travel tips from our from our callers today, but before we do that, we got a couple of other couple uh, of pieces of couple of odds business. and ends here. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with travel. Congratulations to Jimmy and Mrs. Carter. Seventy-five years of marriage. Um, Amazing. She said she she didn't much care for going out with with boys until Jimmy Carter came along, and her life has been an adventure ever since. Rosalind there Carter said so. Good for her. Um, Tony Bennett. Is uh, has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, which is kind of unfortunate. He is 94 years old. He has said he's going to do a show with Lady Gaga, which may be his may yeah. very well be his final show. Could be, man. So, I mean, 94 and getting Alzheimer's. Yeah. That's that's really sad. The man who left his heart in San Francisco. Um, and uh, so, anyways, that that will be a big deal. Also, John Esquaga passed away. The man who owned and ran the Nugget for. Years and years and years and years, and I, I, a quick story. Uh, many years ago, I was up there with a the group, and we were 
It was Thanksgiving. Dinner was being served, and the line at the buffet was just backing up and backing up and backing up. The guy who was carving the turkey had gone in the back to get something, and he hadn't come right back. So everybody was, the whole line was stopped waiting for the turkey. (laughs) And this had gone on for several minutes. I was kind of observing from the side, and I watched as this man in a complete full suit walked up, and he walked behind the counter, and he started carving the turkey. And I thought, who the hell is that guy? I mean, he just appeared out of nowhere, and he started carving the turkey. And some of the people in line seemed to know who he was, and the line started moving again. And so I went and got a plate and got in line and walked down to the middle of the, uh, to the end of the line and stuff like that, said hello, and, and said, uh, sir, can I just ask, who are you? And he said, I'm John Esquaga. I, I, I own this place. So the turkey needed to be served, so he, he, went, he went and took care of it. He's the guy. He the man. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I'll uh, give you, this is going to be the 30-second version. Interview John Esquagas back in the day when we were doing Hot August Night with Classic 93.1. And I asked uh, John, tell me a story that uh, is memorable to you. And he says, there was the time when we had Bertha the Elephant. You remember her? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, you know, one time uh, she relieved herself right in the middle of the show. And he says, uh, you don't want to be sitting in the front row when an elephant takes a big pee right on the middle of the stage. And it cracked everybody up. He must have had a million of those. All right, let's see if we can get another travel tip or two in here. Dan, thanks for your patience, my friend. Bring on your travel tip. Okay, mine's pretty simple. It's just be patient and be polite and nice. And sometimes that takes you a long ways when you're dealing with um, a lot of these customer service people because they don't make the rules. They just have to interpret it the way they want to. But I think if you be polite and courteous and nice, uh, I think that um, can help you tr- tremendously. And sometimes there is sometimes those rules can be interpreted in more than one way. And Dan, your, your, yours is the simplest, but perhaps the best travel tip is that there's such a thing as I really believe in travel karma. And if you're out there and you're trying to just be kind and be nice to people along the way, it just it seems as though more good things happen to you. I I, I can't tie it to anything exactly, but I, I I agree with you that just being nice to people, especially right now, when almost all the folks in the hospitality industry are are really overworked. Can we get one more in there, Tom? Let's go for it, Jennifer. Quickly, what is your travel tip? Well, mine's unusual, but it's for the females. Um, when you have a big purse because you can't carry a small one because it counts as a piece of luggage, and you're trying to fumble around with your ID and your cute, your phone for a QR card for COVID and everything else, um, I use my bra, and I pulled it out in front of the TSA people, and they just chuckle. But I think it's, it's been the biggest trick I've ever had. Excellent, excellent tip, Jennifer. I will, I will use my bra and we put my COVID we thing couldn't there. Have, we couldn't have set that up better than Jennifer at the end. Next year. Thank you so much, Jennifer. And, uh, and, and I, it looks like we're going to leave maybe one or two people hanging online. We'll Thank do this again. Thank you all so much for, for calling and being part of the Travel Guys. Uh, it's a wrap for today, Mark. Final dance, word? Dance like nobody's watching. Thank you all for your tips. We'll do this again before too long. Uh, have a great week. All right, stay well, my my friends. See you next time.